Good morning, Maranatha. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It is time for Sunday Morning Alive. Right here on our website, once again, we thank you for coming. There is a, a Psalm 107 and verse 20 that we claimed when we began the internet ministry uh, from the Holy Church of God right here in Tampa. Uh, and, and it simply says, He sent His Word and healed them, and delivered them from their destructions. We know God is sending His Word. As a matter of fact, that's what apostle means. It means a a sent one. Amen. And He said uh, of His disciples that He sent out, He said, even as my Father sent me, so send I. Ah, you. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. In the old covenant, the prophet says, Here am I, Lord, send me. (laughs) How shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they believe that they haven't heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall he go except he be sent? So we believe that God is sending his word to you. Praise God. I know He sent me when He called me to preach the gospel. I'm not saying I'm an apostle. I'm a pastor evangelist. (laughs) Amen. But I'm telling you today, when God sends a person and God sends His Word through that person, there is a promise. He that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. Praise God. So I thank you for the confidence in this ministry that would cause you to come and come back to hear and give heed to the Word of God today. Amen. And if you're a brand new listener, thank you for coming to our website. We welcome you today. If you're a return listener, you're already a part of our listening family. You didn't have to sign anything. You didn't have to give anything. You just had to show up. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you for showing up today. Praise the Lord. So, let's go to church today. This is a Sunday morning sermon, whenever and wherever you are hearing it. And it is the subject today that we are going to minister on is a resting place in a restless world. A resting place in a restless world. Our text to begin this study and this preaching is out of Jeremiah chapter 50 and verse 6. I want to say this before I read this particular scripture. Remember, we're looking for a resting place in a restless world. When they asked Jesus, what is the sign of thy coming? When shall these things be? One part of the answer he gave them was this. Men's hearts failing them for fear, looking at the things that are coming upon the earth. This is not unfounded fears. This is not paranoia. This is a legitimate reason to be deeply, deeply concerned. And then he said there shall be earthquakes in diverse places. The sea and the waves roaring. The sea and the waves roaring. Now that could be tidal waves. That could be tsunamis. Uh, that could be storms like uh, Cat 5 hurricanes. Uh, many reasons for the sea and waves to be roaring. The volcanic eruptions at sea. But also, I believe there's a counterpart to that. I don't want to uh, say more than the Word says, except that I believe there's a spiritual counterpart to that. 
because the scriptures say that the wicked are like the troubled sea whose waters cast up mire and dirt. There is no peace, saith my God, unto the wicked. You wonder why so many people are ruining their lives with drugs and alcohol. So many people going from partner to partner that cannot find fulfillment in any person and they just keep hunting for that that will satisfy the longing for rest and peace, satisfaction, (laughs) hope in the life. The world can't offer it and no human being can offer it. But God offers a resting place, particularly to His people. And the good news is, before this broadcast is completed today, you can become a child of God and experience this resting place. I believe the sea and waves roaring, you know, the, the, the Antichrist and the false prophet come out of the sea. The beast in the book of Revelation comes out of the sea. And the sea is talking about humanity uh, all over the world, the, all peoples of the earth, out of the peoples of the earth, the sea of humanity, this beast comes. Well, the, the wicked are like the troubled sea. And believe me today, the sea And waves are roaring because of the storm that is upon the entire world. And no one, even little children, small children, are feeling the stress of the perilous times that mark the end time. So we need to find a resting place in this restless world. Amen. It will speak volumes about our faith and our trust and our shepherd king to a lost and dying world. Look at, at Jeremiah 50 and verse 6. It says, My people, remember these are covenant people. They have a covenant with God. My people hath been lost sheep. Their shepherds have caused them to go astray. I want to. I'm going to stop right here. They're, they're shepherds. It's not just the world, and it's not just the enemies of 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 God's people that were causing them to not be at rest in their soul. Their shepherds caused them to go astray. We've got a lot of people in pulpits today. We've got a lot of people in so-called spiritual leadership today that will not, they refuse to talk about sin and its consequences. I want to say that again. They don't want to talk about, oh, I don't want to go to church every Sunday either when I need comfort and consolation and some hope to hold on to and just hear about sin and damnation. But I'm telling you, And I believe you'll agree if you're honest in your heart. There's not enough teaching on the consequences of sin, particularly to the believer. Being a believer doesn't mean that sin doesn't have consequences. It always has consequences. Their shepherds have caused them to go astray. They've turned them away on the mountains. They have gone from mountain to hill. They have forgotten their resting place. Amen. We live in a sin-darkened world, and the stress created by fear and anxiety is affecting even small children. Christians are not immune to the pressures of life in this fallen world, and we need to get back 
to our resting place. Jeremiah 50 and verse 6 in the Amplified says it this way, My people have been lost, lost sheep. Their shepherds have led them astray to favorite places of idolatry. Let me tell you something about idolatry. No, no, these these guys and gals are not leading people to bow down to Buddhas and, and, and Krishna and, and, and foreign gods and false gods, but the God of money and material possessions. The Bible says in the New Testament that says covetousness, which is idolatry. When we long for what the world has and we are bought into the lie that if we could have enough stuff in our life, enough material gain in our life, we could be at peace, we could be at rest, and nothing could be farther from the truth. Amen. Listen, I want to read this again from the Amplified. My people have been lost sheep. Their shepherds have led them astray to favorite places of idolatry. On mountains that seduce, they have gone from one sin to another. Mountain to hill, they have forgotten their own resting place. They have forgotten their own resting place. Listen to Isaiah 48, 16 through 22. It begins with, Come near to me. Hear ye this. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning, from the time that it was. There am I. And now the Lord God and His Spirit hath sent me. (laughs) There it is. I didn't plan that, but it's showing up, isn't it? Verse 17, Thus saith the Lord thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit. Now, (laughs) you know, people that are materialistic, uh, already into spiritual idolatry, that looking at the material and the temporal uh, at the expense of the spiritual and the eternal, God will teach us to profit. I wish above all things that you be in good health and prosper. God, listen, this is a New Testament greeting. And I believe because it's inspired and not just threw in there randomly, it's part of the inspired Word of God. Not just a greeting from the apostle that has no spiritual relevance or, or value. I believe that we need to understand that in context. I wish above all things that you prosper. People that see dollar signs when they see prosper do not understand spiritual growth and spiritual maturation. They don't understand the peace that reigns and rules when someone comes of age and and they rest in the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. I don't want to be duped and defrauded out of this precious, powerful place because the mind can be so troubled that the body, literally the body, is affected because of the stress created by worry, fear, and anxiety. I want that deep, settled peace within. <laughs> Praise God. And what does he say? He says, "He says, Thus saith the Lord thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit. You see, New Testament I wish above all things, brethren, that you prosper and be in good health even as your soul 
prospers. Praise God. As you grow spiritually and in your mind, you are renewed to the reality that this world is not our home. We're just passing through. And we don't look to sinful things to fulfill our flesh. We look for spiritual things to fill our spirit and our mind. Praise God. Listen to what he says here which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. Oh, that thou had hearkened unto my commandments, then had thy peace been like a river, and thy righteousness as the waves cover the sea. Glory to God. Amen. I've got good news for you today. If you have drifted away, from your resting place, that that place in God, that place near to the heart of God, where you were in a fellowship relationship with Him. You know, Holy Communion is the outward expression of, of us, what is supposed to be a spiritual communion, a spiritual relationship with God. I love that song. It's an old hymn. You may not remember it. I remember it because I'm an old guy. Amen. Listen. The hymn is called, There is a Place of Quiet Rest. And I'm going to, I just, just the three parts of that. Let me read it to you. There is a place of quiet rest near to the heart of God. A place where sin cannot molest near to the heart of God. O Jesus, blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God. Hold us who wait before thee near. To the heart of God. See, He suffered for us that He might bring us to God. Amen. That, listen, going to heaven is a result of being reconciled to God. Amen. If, if you're not reconciled to God and you just want a free ticket to heaven, then you don't understand that it is required that we repent of our sin in order to receive the atonement and be reconciled to God. But when, see, sin has, sin is still an issue. It's always been an issue. It will always be an issue. We cannot be sinless, but we dare not be sinful. I want to say that to you. We cannot be sinless, but we dare not be sinful. The Bible is very clear in 1 John, He that committeth, which means to live habitually in, without, without any compunction or conviction of it. He that committeth sin, with no conscience about it, and no concern, and no repentance from it, is of the devil. Amen. Listen to me. We're told to not let sin reign. I don't want to be one of these false shepherds that lead people to idolatry. I want to be, amen, a true shepherd. And I want to lead God's sheep, amen, to that place of rest that is near to the heart of God. There is a place of comfort sweet near to the heart of God, a place where we, our Savior, meet near to the heart of God. There is a place of full release near to the heart of God, a place where all is joy and peace near to the heart of God. Hallelujah. If you've drifted away from this place and this relationship to Him and with Him, or if you've never known that there could be that kind of relationship, amen. 
I've got good news for you. You can find that place and you can come back to that place. If you are, are like the troubled sea, casting up waters, casting up mire and dirt on the bottom until you cannot find any peace of mind or fulfillment in life and you look through it through sin after sin, you can find that place. You can come to Christ before this broadcast completes today. Yes, you can. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen. Let me read this from Isaiah 30 and verse 15. And look at God's offer here. But thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, In returning and rest you shall be saved. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. You get back to that place, hallelujah, near to the heart of God. Draw near to God and He reciprocates. He will draw near to you, hallelujah. Our strength is in resting in the Lord, in quietness and confidence. Return, rest, be quiet and confident to God. Scripture puts it this way, be still and know that I am your God. Be still and know that I am your God. Max Lucado, very intelligent, very, uh, uh, well, he graduated with high honors from, from different, different schools of higher learning, but he, he also understands about sheep and how they operate. And as he reminds us, only one other living creature has as much trouble resting as we do. Not dogs, they doze. Not bears, of course they hibernate. Cats invented the catnap, and sloth snooze about 20 hours a day. That's why the Bible said, be not slothful. Amen. Be fervent in, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Most animals have enough sense to know how to rest with one exception. Sheep. For sheep to sleep, everything must be right. No predators, no tension in the flock, no bugs in the air attacking them, no hunger in the belly. Everything has to be just so before they can rest. But they can't take care of all these worries on their own. <laughs> That's where the shepherd comes in. He finds the best pasture, one with no poisonous plants and plenty of water. Sound familiar? He leadeth me beside still water. He makes me lay down in green pasture. Why? Because the Lord is my shepherd. <laughs> Amen. And for the Lord to be your shepherd, you have to be committed to follow him as one of his sheep. Amen. You have to become one by coming to Christ as your Savior, and then you have to follow him. Listen, shepherds anoint their sheep's heads with oil, and that acts as a repellent to keep the insects away, and also to heal any hurt that has been incurred. They even scour the pasture to find snake holes, and they encircle the mouths of these holes with oil, so snakes can't get out <laughs> and, and hurt their flock. And then the psalmist says they have to take, take each sheep's head in their hand and as they force the head down and speak to them comfortably 
the sheep is focused on their shepherd, and this calms them, and they can finally rest. Amen. Listen, friend of mine, listen clearly to the Word of God today. We need this place, every one of us, because we're in the perilous time, men's hearts failing them for fear, the sea and the waves roaring. Isaiah 30 and 15 says, For thus saith the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, In returning and rest you shall be saved, and in quietness and confidence shall be your strength. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 6, 16 and 17, Thus saith the Lord, Stand in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths, wherein is the good way, and walk in it, then you will find rest for your soul. But they didn't respond to the old pathway. Everybody's looking for the new and improved. We might call it progressive, when in fact, it's regressive. Amen. We need to get back to the old pathway that leads to peace instead of the progressiveness that that causes us to lust for more and more and more, ever having but never having enough. You see, godliness with contentment is great gain. What do you gain when you're not looking for the things the world said is most important? You gain this quiet confidence, this rest and peace in a very fearful, dangerous time that we are living in, looking unto Jesus, the good and great shepherd of the sheep, who is who is the author and the finisher of our faith. How did they react in ancient times when this this word and this offer from God came to them when He sent His word? But they said, We will not walk in it. Also I will set watchmen over you, saying, Listen to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, We will not listen. Listen to the sound of the trumpet. When does it, when does the trumpet blow? Listen, every watchman, every true watchman in a pulpit, amen, is supposed to give a clarion call to get back to a place where God's people are kept by the power of God, not the power of possessions, the power of money, the power of fame, but the power of God. Hallelujah. Amen. The Old Testament says it well. It says, lift up thy voice like a trumpet to the prophet and show my people their sin in the house of Jacob, their transgressions. Why would someone preach on sin on Sunday morning so that we can find our way back to our resting place? If there is unconfessed sin, if there is a continuing practice of sin, I'm going to tell you there's a tension between me and God, you and God, whoever and God. And when that tension is relieved, oh, <laughs> oh, what a joy it is. Oh, what peace there is when we know that we are right with God. We are close to the heart of God. He wants us to return to Him. He says, if you do, I'll return to you. They said, we're not going to do it. He says, if you don't, you can't find a resting place, and you will look from mountain to hill, searching for what is only found in me. The old path 
Return to the old path. Walk in the old straight paths and you will find rest. Praise God. Jesus is the leader. He will, he will give you rest and peace. Hallelujah. To register cost nothing except your cares. You have to cast them all upon God and peace will be given you. What do you prefer? Busyness and distraction or rest and peace? Dryness and weakness or fruitfulness and strength? Death or life? Really, it's that critical this morning. The matter of the rest in the Lord is indeed a spiritual fight. And it's really coming down to a battle for the Christian between peace and anxiety and fear and faith and fear and a battle between fruitfulness and unfruitfulness. Oh, dear friend of mine, today we have such a need to get back to our resting place. Can you agree with that? Can I get an amen in this audience today? If you're in a church and they never mention sin because they don't want to say anything negative, listen, repenting of sin brings restoration and deliverance from sin. And there is nothing negative about that. That is a positive and powerful result of returning to God and living in His presence. Praise God. Psalm 37 and verse 7 says, Rest in the Lord. And wait patiently for Him. But it doesn't start with just being patient and waiting patient. It starts with resting in the Lord. That's really what allows us to wait upon the Lord. And they that wait upon the Lord shall mount up with wings as eagles, run and not be weary, walk and not faint. Let's wait patiently on the Lord and let's rest in Him. Let's never leave any foreign seed to spring in our garden. Make our tree barren. Amen. Let's deal quickly with sin that would cause anxiety, that would cause us to not walk in that close fellowship relationship with our God and our shepherd king. It's easy to get distracted in our world. Busyness is a It's an illness. It's a sickness in our modern society. And many people suffer from it. Rest is its opposite and of the things the Lord came to offer. In Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28 through 30. Are you listening closely today? Whether you're a sinner or a saint, you need to hear this scripture. You need to heed this scripture. Amen. Because I'm pointing you back to that place of quiet rest near to the heart of God. This is the offer in the Old Testament, and here it is through Christ in the New Testament. Come to me, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gently and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, (laughs) hallelujah, and my burden is light. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. Amen. Come unto me and take my yoke upon you. Amen. And you will find rest for your soul. 
Oh, how we need this rest today. And what a witness it is before we say a word to the world about us. That if we can hear the same news they hear. And we can live in the same world they live. And we go through the tests and trials of living in a faulty body in a fallen world. And yet, we exhibit peace and rest. And we're not worried about all the things that's keeping the world up at night. He giveth His beloved sleep. (laughs) He gives us rest. He promises us rest. And our strength comes through a quiet confidence of knowing if God be for us, and He is, who can be against us? If God is sovereign and He's in control, we have nothing and no one to fear. Amen. And if Jesus is coming soon, and we've come to know Christ as our Savior, there is a hope that cancels the worry and the fear of the future. One way or the other. If I, if I am, if I'm, if I go toward to heaven through death, I'm going to be with God forever. If He comes for me through the rapture, I'm going to be with God forever. One way or the other. Right now. Not knowing what tomorrow holds, but knowing who holds tomorrow. My soul, my mind is at rest. Praise God. There is a place of quiet rest near to the heart of God. A place where sin cannot molest. If you've got a sin that is keeping you from rich, peaceful, powerful fellowship with God, it's time to confess it. Time to turn from it, ask Him for victory over it. And let's get back near to the heart of God. And today, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, the Bible said there's no peace for you. We've all sinned and come short, and there's no peace for you. Come to Christ. Come to Jesus. Repent of your sin and receive Him, and you will find rest for your soul. <laughs> 